0: Step 2. Believe. Week 2, Day 2. God of the Bible, Perfectly Good. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, help me to see that you are good. The Bible says that everything about God is good. He is the source of all that is good. He longs to share his goodness with you and to use every situation for your good. His instructions for life are for your good. Genesis 1 verse 31 says, And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. Psalm 100 verse 5 says, For the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. James 1 verse 17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Psalm 31 verse 19 says, Oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you, and worked for those who take refuge in you, in the sight of the children of mankind. Genesis 3 verses 4 to 6 says, But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of the fruit, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. When Eve was tempted, it was God's goodness that the serpent challenged. Once Eve doubted the goodness of God's instruction and his care for her, her view of the fruit changed. Eve saw the fruit as good and God's instruction as unwise. She believed the fruit would give wisdom to determine good and evil for herself without the need for God. The adversary minimized the consequence of disobedience and convinced Eve that God was denying her something good. In fact, God's boundary was in place so that Eve would only experience God's goodness. Psalm 34 verse 8 says, O oh, taste and see that the Lord is good! Blessed is the man who takes refuge in Him. Take time to answer these questions now. Question 1. Describe a time when you believed that God was denying you something good, only to discover that He was trying to protect you. Question 2. Describe a time you lived by your own wisdom. You did what seemed best to you. What were the results? What did your actions reveal about what you believed about God, His goodness, and His wisdom to instruct your life? Question 3. Have you tasted God's goodness? Think of a memorable time when you experienced God's goodness. The God of the Bible is not just good. He is perfectly good. His word describes him as holy. Holy is defined as distinct, separate, in a class by oneself. Entire freedom from moral evil. Absolute moral perfection. Revelation 15 verse 4 says, Who will not fear, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. Isaiah 6 verse 3 says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. It is difficult for imperfect people in an imperfect world to imagine absolute moral perfection. Yet holy, holy, holy is how the angels address God while in His presence. Holiness, absolute moral perfection, is the primary attribute of God. Holiness either contains or reveals all of God's other traits. He is by nature holy. For example, God's power, love, justice, and will are all perfect because they come from His holiness. 1 John 1 verse 5 says, God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. Deuteronomy 32 verse 4 says, His work is perfect, for all His ways are justice. A God of faithfulness and without iniquity, just and upright is He. 2 Samuel 22 verse 31 says, This God, His way is perfect. And Romans 12 verse 2 says, Discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. God's holy nature sets Him apart from everything else. Holiness is the measure by which He must operate to remain holy Himself. For example, God cannot use His power to sin and still remain holy. His holiness is both wonderful and terrifying. On one hand, the good gifts of love, joy, and beauty flow from God's wonderful goodness. But on the other hand, absolute perfection reveals and exposes any imperfection. When God allowed the prophet Isaiah to see God's holiness in a vision, Isaiah responded with reverence, fear, awe, and worship. Isaiah 6 verse 5 says, Woe is me, for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. C.S. Lewis said, Some people talk as if meeting the gaze of absolute goodness would be fun. They need to think again. They are still only playing with religion. Goodness is either the great safety or the great danger, according to the way you react to it. Continue to take time to answer these questions. Question 4. The Bible says that we will all face God someday. How do you feel about facing God's holiness? Question 5. Is it difficult for you to believe that all of God's nature, ways, and will are perfectly good? Why or why not? Question 6. How would your life change if you lived it by responding to God like He was absolutely good all of the time? The closing prayer for this lesson is, God, help me to understand your holiness and respond appropriately. Thank you for all the good things you've given for me to experience. Now it's time to take action. Take note of the good gifts that God provided over the last 24 hours and list them below. Then, thank God for those gifts. Also, list three ways you could occasionally serve at Regeneration.